Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? I am here as well. So, uh, Christine, did you make it to yoga last night? I did. I had a pretty wow. good day yesterday. So I went um, to the mall. I went to the bookstore, and I ended up finding a book, and I'm like a third through it already. So good I'm like, you. I got to come back and finish reading this book and then find one to buy to take home. I got I got coffee and a pretzel. I did a little bit of shopping, and then at night I went to yoga. She actually uh, wow. was telling me about the book this morning. It's a, a, a cat in a hat, I guess, and she's a third <laughs> third of the way through yeah. it, too. She said she's really <laughs> exciting. It's a, it's a tough one, man. Yeah, she really wants to see if that cat ends up with a hat. It's a shopping book or something. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you and I were having a conversation on the phone yesterday afternoon, Christine, and you had said you were going to go to yoga at 6. And I made a little bet with myself. I'm like, no, she's not. And I did. Respect. It was hour and a half class. And Oof. I did it. Mm-hmm. How was it? Miserable? It was good. I should have figured good. you did yoga because you look like you showered. I did shower immediately. Well, good. no. That's a lie. Not immediately. I came home. I ate a little. I caught up on General Hospital. Then I showered. Oh, my God. Please. Please don't talk about General Hospital off the air today. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to tell you. Oh, God. (laughs) Steve, you don't even know. It's like double marriage, right? I got my first wife, Alicia, at home, and then I got this one here. Yeah, horses and General Hospital. Yeah, it's it's the name of my, uh, that's going to be in my obituary. Good God. How you doing, buddy? How are the kids? Is uh, Charlotte getting any better? I know she's been sick. Uh, I mean, she's still got a stuffy nose, and now I have a worse stuffy nose than I had previously. Great, great. (laughs) Please do not give us the sickness. My furry little friend. And then uh, Brittany was having coughing fits all night, so that was fun. She didn't have good sleep. Oh, so you didn't get good sleep either then? Eh, I got okay sleep. I mean, have you ever noticed? I don't know, maybe if it's a guy thing just in my relationship or the ones I've had before. I did date at least one person before Alicia. I don't know about that. Yeah, so half a person. Yeah, half a person. It was a (laughs) halfy. So uh, do you ever notice, though, like, when you're like, women always uh, bust chops on men for being babies when they're sick, but at least with me, when I'm sick, I'm like, go sleep upstairs, or I'll sleep upstairs, or whatever, so you can get a good night's sleep. But when Alicia's sick, no good night's sleep allowed. It's like she is just like, oh. You have to suffer with her type of thing. Oh, I need some ibuprofen, babe. Did I wake you? Yes, you did. (laughs) Since you're up, I need ibuprofen. I take care of you. (laughs) With water and a heating pad. Yes. Oh, exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's such a sweet. Oh, God. Wait, did you say water and a heating pad? Is it? What's the date today? No, we're fine. We have some time, don't we? I'm good. Okay. I just know what that means is coming for you. You and your heating pad. <laughs> yeah. That's the other one. That's the work wife part two over right. here, yep. right? Hey, we have a lot of stuff going on today. What's going on with daddy tips today? What's your uh, favorite little nug of the three that you're going to give? Oh, man. it's uh, It's got a little bit of a theme today, and it's all about spending time with your children. 
I'm sorry, it's all about spending what? Time. <laughs> spending time with your children coming up in Daddy Tips today. Uh, we've got a uh, really sad story from McDonald's that's going to probably devastate Steve more than anybody. Uh, the uh, best engagement story ever coming up today, as well as uh, uh, there may be a scary note inside your walls. And huh. the weirdest advertising idea I have ever heard reverse psychology advertising about the vaccine all that's coming up today on the show so christine your mother lives in detroit with your father yes okay you always got to double check nowadays <laughs> right? I know. Even, you never know yeah, what can happen you never know uh so anyway uh she has the app mm-hmm. i'm assuming uh she got it because it was a free download in the app store that's exactly why she got it and i know that your parents are rather good with money yes so Steve, I know your parents are very good with money as well, but I don't want to screw this up for you, so I hope your mom isn't listening right now. Oh, she's 100% listening. She always is. Well, Steve's mom will probably send some cheesy note like, I would never do this to you. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But here is the problem going on right now. There's a lot of stuff people have in America. Wait a minute. Did I just say there's a lot of stuff people have in America on their plate? Oh, boy. (laughs) Ah, America. We have a lot of stuff on our play right now. Pandemic. Boom. Right? Natural disasters. Disasters seemingly everywhere. Yeah. Fact. Education. Stuff going on with that. Jobs. Hello. Yeah. Can't even find. Used to not be able to find jobs. Now we can't find people to work. And, of course, the endless, endless Jeopardy hosting drama that's been going on. So. Oh, gosh. There's one more issue that I think is getting overlooked that we need to talk. Oh, God, we need to talk about. America, we need to talk about rich kids' inheritances. Yeah, that's right. And I hope you're listening, sweet, 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 Christine, Mom. (laughs) 67% of millionaires surveyed say they are worried about leaving too much money to their kids. Yeah, that's right. Too much money? Yep, they don't want them blowing the money and having the, uh, you know, the estate and all that stuff and the profile negatively affect them and their character. They also are afraid that by leaving millions and millions of dollars like Christine's mom probably will do with Christine and shouldn't do. <laughs> I wish. That their kids, uh, that it's going to make you lazy. They don't want you to be lazy. So here's what a lot of millionaires are doing. For the record... I'm going to give a drop of stat here at the end of this. I am in the bottom 50% of the inheritance that I will receive from my parents. And I'm going to receive a bill on my wife's parents when they pass. (laughs) So still one-third of millionaires plan to leave at least half of their assets to an heir. Two-thirds say they're planning on leaving at least a good chunk of it to charity, which Mm -hmm. I think is beautiful. However, the wealthiest 1% of Americans receive inheritance worth an average of $719,000. Dang, Look must at her. be nice. Look at, her. Look at her, she's all excited. I'm I actually mean, surprised that it's that low. Oh, really? Yeah, me too, I was a little bit. I'm in the bottom 50%. They get an average of about 9,700. That's what I figure I'll get from my dad and whatever. My brother and I are gonna go to Vegas and blow five grand each there you in go. honor of, uh, yeah, I don't know, our parents. When my dad's the last one left, he lives near. So, again, I'm saying to you specifically, Christine's mother, listening on the app, which is a free download in her app store, or the podcast or however she's listening, 
think about this money you're leaving your daughters and just pull it back some. What yeah. do you mean pull, pull it back? back? Don't pull anything pull back. back. My parents aren't millionaires. Yeah, but so. they're up there. They live in a good part of Detroit. So? Pull it back Steve, some. Steve's family lives right across Steve the street. Steve has children, Christine. <laughs> yeah, Christine. Don't take from his children. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is too I mean, far. I would not mind a $700,000 inheritance, though. <laughs> yeah. I would prefer if my parents were alive, but that's cool that you're looking for the money. <laughs> I'm not heartless. Okay. I, you're, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. Stop the show. What'd you just say? I'm not heartless. How could you be so heartless? <laughs> seriously, Christine. Yeah, she's very seriously, very seriously heartless. Okay. Today for the text question of the day, it's all about fantasy. Not where you think we might take you, but... I mean, it might take you there. Yeah, I mean, maybe, depending it, on it, what it is. Exactly. What is the question, text question of the day, Miss Christine? What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Something you keep looking at online, you know you can't afford it or you won't buy it. For example, I just can't stop looking at $100,000 horses and daydreaming. <laughs> Of course you can't fish. Is what Alicia would say. Oh. Yeah, she knows we can't afford it. She knows we're not going to buy it, but she looks at horses all the time. Are they really $100,000 horses she's looking at? Not to ever buy, but daydreaming. Yeah. yeah. But that, wow, that's yeah. crazy. That's nothing compared to some of the ones she showed me. She's like, look at the hooves on this one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she has a nice uh, 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 legs. Mm-hmm. Check yeah. out that snout. I like the snout. Yeah, that's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually that snout. I think the appropriate term is horse mouth, but I'm not. Whatever it is, yeah. I think that's uh, your nickname. Yeah, horse, horse mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that I wouldn't was not like that one. nickname. Don't add it. You would like it. I wouldn't like it. Christine okay, said she'd like mouth. it. That's right. not what I said. All right. Wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the text question of the day, Christine. Oh, sorry, horse mouth. What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? If it makes her happy, just call her the nickname. Please, yeah. please don't. <laughs> okay, sorry, horse mouth. Nope, not okay. answering. Okay, Steve, <laughs> what do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Uh, one thing I love to do is I like to go to Alienware's website, which is a high-end gaming PC website. Oh, fun. And I like to build the most expensive computer possible. And it's usually like 15, oh, yeah, 20 yeah. grand oh, you can yeah. get it up to for oh, gaming. Yeah. And But uh, yeah, I'm no. So super PC. Super gaming computer. What do you put in it that makes it that expensive? Is it the hard drive itself? Uh, well, yeah, it's... Um, Normally, you have one graphics card, but you add in a second one mm. for more performance. You get yeah. multiple hard drives, all of them solid state, so that they uh, instantly see. boot up the you most know, amount of RAM you can yeah. have. So do you see how, like, uh, right now, Christine, this is how I feel when you talk about General Hospital. <laughs> you can actually spell words out and things, and but it's But it's real actually cool. very interesting. Liquid cooling of the processor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I almost put you in the can, and I'm like, no, I think he's good. All right. He, uh, what do you keep on uh, looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? So what do we call her? What's her nickname she wants again? Horse no, mouth. No, I'm not responding to that. It's I, actually very offensive. So I don't. actually uh, said smart house. <laughs> For me, it's a smart house. What's I did, a smart house? Like you go in and you'll be like, house, do this, house, do that. Everything in the house is smart. Everything is voice activated or Wi-Fi done from the front door to the windows, to the blinds, to the, from the book boot to the ball. The whole thing. It would be amazing. I'm getting excited thinking about it right now. The shower and everything. Like just a super smart 
house. Well, they so did cool. a Disney movie on this in the 2000s, and it did not work out well. Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, I, I don't want the shower to attack me or whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you? What about you, Christine? What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Hey, Steve, she said the name offends her, so don't. I won't call her horse now. Okay. So, Christine, what do you think? So, I wrote down the Dyson Supersonic hair dryer, which is $399.99. I always look at it. It has the best reviews ever, but I will not purchase a $400 hair dryer. Well, I just can't. What you could do is become friends with a hairstylist. They get discounts on that stuff. Oh, does Alicia still? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I said become friends with, though. She's a little freaked out about our relationship. Uh, what do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or you won't buy in uh, the dice hand? So then all you'd have to do is sell one of those rings you probably don't wear. There you go. And you can <gasps> buy three dare of you? them. How you? I wear it every day. No, not your David Yerman or Hyman or whatever that call- thing is called. I mean, one of those ones in your drawer that's probably worth 600 bucks that you don't even wear. No, no. Those, those I just... I let my parents say. <laughs> I like how you admit <laughs> that they're, 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 these exist. <laughs> exactly. No. Nope. Nope. Yeah. We're, we we're putting her down there yeah, no, too. She, these totally exist in her drawer. She's yeah, like, exactly. no, no, no. My thirteen thousand yeah. dollars worth of rings in my drawer. Yeah, it's no big deal. Those are personal. Pardon me. <laughs> uh, weirdest thing ever right now. Not ever, but a very unique thing at least. Marty, how you doing today? I'm good. Okay, so Marty. You reached out to us. Steve and I are both Libras, okay? So uh, you said that you had our horoscope that involved both yes. Steve and I. Yes, but you guys are Librians. Uh, librarians? No, L-I-B-R-A-N. Ah, uh, Libertarians. So it's like a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so such it's a libertarian. Libra. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay, but... so you and Christine are both into horoscopes. What are the negatives that uh, oh, yeah. Steve and I have? Well, I, in my spare time, my best girlfriend, she reads horoscopes and she can read people. And I do that, too, in my spare time. Oh, no way, us. Marty. Oh, I love it. Oh, yes, sweetie. This is my second job. Hey, and I, I can do very well. So do you want me to read your negative or your positive? Let's go with the, uh, let's start with the negatives. Okay. So you're confrontational. Superficial. Superficial, that's great. Mm. Yeah. Detached. I'm sorry. No, that didn't make sense. Detached. Yeah, I was kidding. (laughs) Okay. Indecisive. That's me. Is it, though? Yeah. I don't think it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else? Self pitying. Self pitying? Yes. Yeah, that's. Probably no right. deprecating Talk, humor. That's yeah. about right. Yeah, that's about right for sure. Though, okay, are those my only negatives, or do we have more? And Steve's. That's all you have. You okay. have more positive than you do negative. All right. Hey. Okay. You sound like my mother. <laughs> okay, so you want the positive? Yes, please. Okay. So you're got a charm life. Okay. You're all right. Deep, you deep, meaningful relationships. But you're detached you do, at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. You do well in everything you do. Yes, I am an amazing... Well, uh, I don't know about you, Steve, but I am wonderful <laughs> when it comes to the uh, kissing and stuff. Me too. Yeah. Diplomat. I'm a diplomat? Steve's a diplomat? Yep. Okay. All right. Intelli- intelligent. Okay. Oh, thank you. Good listener. I'm sorry? What? <laughs> Good listener. I'm sorry? Who? <laughs> 
you are considerate, yeah. balanced, balanced, you open eyes to others, to many things. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Hold on. Your phone cut out. Did you say open eyes or thighs? No, eyes. Oh. Eyes. Okay. Open <laughs> eyes to others. And many I don't know what other thighs have to do with it. Yeah, that was very odd. Okay. And sorry. Anything else, Marty? And Yes, and you and Steve can charm the pants off of anyone. Wow. I mean. <laughs> I did ask them to feel my pants earlier. It was super weird. <laughs> this is true, Marty. I They're really still did. on, though. Yeah. <laughs> which is why Steve said no, which was very even weirder, Marty. Thank you. Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? Well, Fish, it is the first day of fall, yes. so it has to be a fall knowledge. I need you to get knowledge from a pile of leaves that you just raked and then you fall into them because I haven't done that in forever and it sounds like fun. That sounds wonderful. Doesn't it? Yes, it does. You want to come over later and we can rake leaves? Sure. Okay, cool. You start a, uh, just a little <laughs> bit and then I'll join you. <laughs> Let's do knowledge. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a sweet, sweet pile of freshly raked leaves. You see them in your yard. No, you see them in your neighbor's yard. And you want to jump in them. And you want to gain the knowledge from the trees because the trees that shed the leaves have been there for years and years. So you get a running start. And you run and run and run, and you prepare to digest the knowledge of the leaves as your big flappy tongue is outside of your mouth. <laughs> you jump in the air, land in the pile, and lick as many leaves as you can to acquire their knowledge, which we do not recommend doing because it's gross. Yeah, don't lick leaves. Yes. The knowledge then goes down your throat, does a 180-degree turn past your eye socket in your brain, thus providing you with more knowledge. Ooh. <laughs> Do you know that uh, a couple weird things for you today, man? Uh, even though Stephen King came up with the idea for The Shining in a hotel in Colorado, and the 1980 Stanley Kubrick movie was based in Colorado, the exterior shots of the Overlook Hotel in the movie were actually of the historic Timberline Lodge in Oregon, below Mount Hood. So oh. it wasn't even in Colorado for either one of the movies. They just like the... the they apparently want to work in Oregon. Huh. Uh, it would take a sloth roughly 6.6 .6 hours to travel. 6.6 .6 hours to travel a mile. Oh. That makes me feel better because I do it just under that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. That was uh, when last time you ran a mile was in high school, right? Yes. <laughs> and he got the six hour, 20 yeah, minute mark. It was 620. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. So it worked out really well. There's a bowling alley in the White House basement. A lot of us may know that, but it was added by Richard Nixon in 1969. I did not know he was the one that put it in there. I didn't know that either. Honeybees can tell time and experience jet lag. And finally, the African bull elephant have the largest relative male size of any land mammal. Six and a half feet long. Wow. Uh, they never measured me. <laughs> okay, I was like... Christine was nervous. I'm like, Steve, no. Okay. And he went there. Now you've got knowledge. Happy fall, y'all. Today's text question of the day that you can message in at 616-600-957. What do you keep looking at online? Something you just keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy. Christine, and you can message via the app as well, Mix 957 Grand Rapids in the App Store. 
Christine, you actually said this uh, Dyson uh, supersonic hairdryer. Yeah. And you and people have been messaging in. They love it. Yeah, we got a couple messages from people uh, saying that it's totally worth the price. Uh, the one that I always look at is three ninety nine ninety nine. Got a message from Melissa who said her friend spent $500 on it, but said it made her hair thicker and better. I don't even know how that works. Right? And she told me to get my work husband to buy it as long as I promise him no horses. You promise me what? As long as I promise him. Oh, no <laughs> I, horses? You don't have to buy a horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just buy the hair dryer. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't buy it. I'm not buying you a 500 Nice try, Melissa. <laughs> Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, so uh, there's a McDonald's story coming out, and there's good news and there's bad news. I'll read you the headline first. You ready? McDonald's is phasing out plastic toys and Happy Meals. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> now, this is actually a big deal. Here, actually, are a couple parents, Kate and Wee uh, Wee. Uh, talking about the change. We have a ton of plastic toys at our house, so the less plastic toys, the better. And I do think they go to waste often, so um, I think it's great. Every little thing helps. I think it's great, but as a mom, I guess I don't really see a huge benefit because families are still buying tons of plastic toys, so I'm not sure that it would really make that big of a difference yeah, to the environment. It's going to make a huge difference it now. Is. Here's what they're doing, McDonald's is doing. Their goal is to reduce uncycled what's called virgin plastic, uh, the use of that by 90%. So they're not getting rid of toys in general. And by 2025, they would like to drastically cut it. Uh, it's significant because McDonald's sells more than, this is why the girl was wrong here. Yeah. One billion toys a year. It's, Aren't they uh, like the largest toy producer, McDonald's? They're one of. It's 3.2 yeah. million Happy Meals per day. And this is back in 2012. They're also planning to recycle old plastic toys to make new restaurant trays. Nice. Yeah. Uh, as for the future, McDonald's is working with toy companies to develop things like uh, three-dimensional cardboard superheroes. Terrible idea. I know. <laughs> or board games with plant-based pieces. The new toys will begin rolling in and uh, rolling out in January. Terrible idea with the toy choices, but a great idea for the environment. Uh, I mean, so like. One thing I've noticed lately is is uh, Wendy's does a lot of uh, like cardboard style toys. Do they? And they usually have to you have to build them. And Charlotte seems to like those oh. more because oh. there's like a building process involved, and then you get to play with it afterwards. They fall apart much quicker, and That's they get ruined. The thing, yeah. But I mean, they're cardboard, so you can throw them in your recycling bin. All right. Well, there you go. You mean the toys, not your children. Well, I mean, how, how is the kid acting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just toss him, leave him out, wait for a recycling truck my, to come through. I remember when my parents threw away my best friend. It was cardboard Carl. Oh, poor yeah, Carl. He was a kid. Well, I was 13, but that's huh. cool. He was my friend. <laughs> nice. Cardboard him. Carl. Yeah. We Will were he ever make a visit? No, my parents threw him away. Aww. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think they, they, and then again, I think they, my mom spilled spaghetti on him or something. I don't know. Poor cardboard Carl. I know, right? Uh, let's talk about this guy uh, who was offering free hugs. Yeah, that's right. Sweet, sweet Madtown, Madison. A uh, man is uh, reportedly a uh, man was reportedly offering free hugs outside a restaurant in downtown Madison. He was arrested Saturday after allegedly trying to fight anybody who refused to hug him. <laughs> that's not how free okay. hugs work. Hey, <laughs> you want the free hug? No, but thank you. And then he would try and fight you. 
Seriously. According to the Madison Police Department, uh, Jeffrey Johnson was standing outside the, an eatery. It's on the 1200 block of uh, Williamson Street. And uh, they ended up finding him in, like, uh, what's the Willie Street Fair that was going on. Uh, he said he just wanted to give people hugs. If uh, somebody didn't want one, the 33-year-old dummy would allegedly uh, become confrontational and combative. <laughs> insane. I know. Hug me. You must hug me. I want a hug. Give me a hug right now. I mean, this is now made. Madtown making national news with this one again. Dude was offering free hugs. Now, fortunately, I know people. I got connections. And I actually do have audio of them. Well, him specifically in court, if you guys want to hear it. Y- yeah. All right. And in case number 2780, charge of offering unsolicited hugs outside of a restaurant, we sentence you to three weeks probation and 40 hours of community service. Judge, I understand, and I accept my punishment. But I also think that me and the victim should hug it out also. Come here. Sir, please do not touch anyone. Let's just let bygones be bygones and hug it out. Sir, if you cannot control yourself, you will be kicked out of my court. I believe there's no better way to apologize to someone than by giving them a big bear hug. Sir! <laughs> what can I say? I'm a hugger! All right, get the taser. Yeah. <laughs> they tased him. He's, he's okay now. Everybody's safe. Yeah. Mix 95.7 New Ed Sheeran Shivers 725 on your Wednesday. Daddy Tips is coming up in a few. Steve's a daddy. I'm a daddy. Steve's married. Steve does daddy tips every week. I'm married. Christine's not. But uh, the engagement is always a big deal, and I'm assuming... Yeah. You daydream sometimes or have in the past about the way someone would propose to you. Yeah, I mean, I know the ways I don't want someone to propose to me. Yeah, I don't so. even I don't want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. But I mean, there, there's some nice ways in your head. You never yeah. would think of this way, but the guy, the way this guy proposed to his now fiance is unbelievable because he's going to win every argument. Because strategically speaking. He's a superhero. So, a North Carolina man turned a bad situation around when he proposed to his girlfriend the same night that their house burnt down. Uh, Wait for it. Beautiful. Sean Matthews, okay, is his name. Here's what's ha- Here's the audio I have for you, okay? It's the audio of the neighbors calling them on their ring camera, alerting them that their home is on fire. Yeah. And the next clip of audio, you're going to hear Sean Matthews proposing to his girlfriend after the house burnt down. This guy, I'm telling you, is a, a genius, but, I mean, not for the house burning down, but what he did. Well, take a listen. Call 911. Grab the phone in my house and call 911. Quick. There's a fire. Guys, you got to come home. There's a fire on your porch. Your porch is on fire. Memphis is in there. Can you go get, open up the garage doors? Okay. We're going to get through this as a fiance or or more. And it's just a house. It's our house, but we'll have another one. So, what do you think? So, he went into the house to get the ring. Wow. That's he went into a burnt down house to get the ring. This guy is brilliant. Is brilliant because any fight they ever have, any fight they ever have, he's gonna be like, Yeah, but you remember that time I went into the burned down house and got your ring? <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean by the trump card with that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, so would you, honest to God, like, it's not the engagement you wanted, it's not the perfect engagement you wanted, 
Like my my engagement to my first wife, Alicia. I mean, it was all about deception and lying. What that's, do you mean? That's all it is. You know that, Because right? you, you like plan behind her back type of thing, you mean? Yeah, because you're lying. It was a three-week extravaganza of me, actually a one-month extravaganza of me saying, you know what, I, uh, I can't find this stupid gift card for this restaurant. It's driving me crazy. No, first I kept forgetting it. That's what I did. Yeah. First I kept forgetting the gift card. And then I couldn't find it. So finally, right, it's the day that I engage, get engaged to her. You know she's going to say yes because me. <laughs> uh, I mean, duh. Yeah. And also because uh, I've done all the psychological prep work because I ain't wasting my first ever proposal to somebody and ring money and all that jazz. Yeah. On a whoopsie poopsie. So we're driving and we're go- we're going to go out to the dinner. I pick her up at work, right? And we were living together, sinning all night long at the time. <laughs> sinning and, all night long. And we had bought, uh, so that's obviously pre-marriage. Uh, and we had bought a new home, so she didn't think we would get engaged. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm going home to the old house. I'm going. We're going home real quick, and I have to get this gift card. Yeah. Like son of a gun, I, it's driving me nuts. And she's like, Pat, it's not me now. We can go another time. God. But yeah, I always, I always kind of want to go to North Chris anyway. <laughs> like okay. So I'm like, we go home. I'm in the house. What she didn't know is I, my buddy Jake the trainer and I had cleaned out all the furniture. He had come by and lit candles for me. It was all set Aww. up. And I pick up the phone and I call her in the car and I say, can you come in here? I can't find this bleep bleep gift card. It's driving me crazy. And thank God, you're driving me crazy. She walks in, walks up. There was a video playing of all of our photos. There's music playing. I come around the corner. I knee drop. I'm like, what up, ho? You want to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Or I said something maybe a little bit more more respectful. I love you. You're the woman of my dreams. I was out. There's a video of it somewhere, but I've hidden it, and I I can't even unlock the computer it's on. Thank God. (laughs) It's my special computer. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, then I say, you know what? This is about us because it's all about lying, right? So I lied to her for over a month there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this guy burned down his own house. That'd be kind of a cool story. I wouldn't. Uh, think I lied for a month cool. there, and then on top of it, right? The, this is the engagement story for my wife, Felicia. I say, you know what? I rented us a limo. We're gonna drink some champagne, drive by our new house, and I'm gonna like to take you out to dinner at PF Chang's. <laughs> and she's like, uh, okay. I'm like, we're gonna go to dinner there. You're, we're gonna go to dinner, and, and PF Chang's. She's like, okay, I guess so. Uh, whatever. Like she's like, well, I'm gonna call my brother. I want to call my mom. Because at the time, her brother was her best friend, and her mom, you know, she and mom were close and all that jazz, like they are still now. And uh, I'm like, you know what? This is just about us. Can you not call them tonight? Can you just call them tomorrow? Can it just be about us? It's always about everybody else. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, my God. And she was going crazy. Walk into lie number seven that I did to her. <laughs> Walk into P.F. Chang's. Go, hey, they're like, hey, Fish, we set up a cute, congratulations on the engagement. Set up a cute spot for you in the back room. Boom, walk in there. 60 or, no, 20 of her closest friends and family were all That's there waiting really for That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and she cried like a little baby. It's the only time she cried. It's only, at least <laughs> not, she Not on the much. wedding day either? No, no, I, I, I don't think she cried. She cried the day after the wedding day. She did, <laughs> honest like, to God. what did I do? I That's what she caught said. caught up in the engagement. Right? <laughs> and she owned a salon and spa. And do you remember what I said to her, Steve, the day after we got married when I started laughing as she was freaking out? Yeah, you're like, I own a salon and spa. <laughs> 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 it was Gets oh all God. about that manipulation. I love it. She didn't get a prenup. She was a big dummy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's a big dummy. <laughs> all right, Steve, let's talk about daddy tips oh, today. Oh, man. What is going on with daddy tips today, brother? Daddy tips has a theme today, and it's all about spending time with your children. I'm sorry. Wow. It's all about spending what? 
Tom. I'm with your baby. With your children. And your babies. Yeah. Don't you spend enough time with them? Wow. He spends all the time <laughs> with That's them. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they get all the time. Well, you don't get all, you know, it's not all quality time. This is how to have more quality time with the limited amount of time that you have. Oh, okay. I like that. All right, let's find out what's going on today with Daddy Tips. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is to take advantage of spending extra time with your toddler when they are sick. I'm sick. Charlotte isn't a huge cuddler, but when she is sick, she is all about it. I want cuddle. So when she caught a cold over the weekend, and my wife and I were jumping at the chance to get extra cuddle time with our little girl. It sucked that she was sick, but caring for her and getting that extra time with her when she was calm and cuddly was really nice for us. I want cuddle. I'm Steve, and I'm a the next daddy tip is to make chores into a game so your little one will want to do them with you. I don't want to do chores. Let's face it, there's only so much time in the day, so sometimes you aren't able to get all your chores done and spend quality fun time playing with your kiddos. I will play games. So, when you have things to do, like watering the plants, doing the dishes, or cleaning up toys, make it into a game to entice your little one to play along and help. Oh, chores day. Charlotte doesn't like doing chores, but if you call it a game, she jumps right in and starts to help. Clean up, clean up. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And the final daddy tip is for parents who have been wondering at what age to start playing board games with your kids. Double play games. Charlotte is going to be turning four in December, and I have been waiting to finally be able to play board games with her. Well, that waiting has finally ended because we played our first board game together, and it was amazing. Oh, my God. We got to play Pretty Pretty Princess. And Pretty Pretty Princess. And even though I looked fabulous in my jewelry, she actually beat me in her first ever complete board game. So, parents, I have the answer. The correct age to try to play board games with your kids is three years and nine months. And Pretty Pretty Oh. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? Oh. A tire. Because <laughs> it means clothes, and also <laughs> that's Steve, and he's a nude. <laughs> Hopefully, these tips weren't really baddie. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye, baby. Bye bye. All right, I have a question, real quick, before we dig into. I'm assuming okay. that's the game you bought her for. Yeah. That makes me so happy because I bought her pretty, pretty princess. Okay, I have a question for you, okay? Uh Was your kid, Charlotte, because that audio was amazing. I love baby audio. In fact, was Charlotte on the toilet? (laughs) No, she's in the bathroom, though. Yeah, because I heard this noise. Well, like with my theme of daddy tips, you only have a certain amount of time in the day, so I recorded all of her audio while she was taking her bath, so she was splashing oh, around. That's so okay. funny. Because <laughs> I really was like, I did you hear that one point where in the, in the uh, clips, the audio clips, it literally is. Yeah. Yeah. I heard the splash. Yeah, so. I think she was dropping a toy in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what, what they call that's it. That's what Christine was saying. A toy in the tub. Yeah, Chris- yeah, I need to go drop a toy in the tub. That's what she says to me. Christine was gone for 20 minutes before the show yesterday, <laughs> dropping toys in the tub. It was uh... terrible. Yeah. Mix 95.7, new Ed Sheeran, Shivers, 725 on your Wednesday. Daddy Tips is coming up in a few. Steve's a daddy. I'm a daddy. Steve's married. Steve does daddy tips every week. I'm married. Christine's not. But uh, the engagement is always a big deal. And I'm assuming you daydream sometimes or have in the past about the way someone would propose to you. 
Yeah, I mean, I know the ways I don't want someone to propose to me. Yeah, I don't so. even I don't even want to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. But I mean, there, there's some nice ways in your head. You never yeah. would think of this way, but the guy, the way this guy proposed to his now fiance is unbelievable because he's going to win every argument because strategically speaking, he's a superhero. So, a North Carolina man turned a bad situation around when he proposed to his girlfriend the same night that their house burnt down. Uh, Wait for it. Beautiful. Sean Matthews, okay, is his name. Here's what's ha- Here's the audio I have for you, okay? It's the audio of the neighbors calling them on their ring camera, alerting them that their home is on fire. Yeah. And the next clip of audio, you're going to hear Sean Matthews proposing to his girlfriend after the house burnt down. This guy, I'm telling you, is a, a genius, but I mean, not for the house burning down, but what he did. Well, take a listen. Call 911. Grab the phone in my house and call 911. Quick. There's a fire. Guys, you got to come home. There's a fire on your porch. Your porch is on fire. Memphis is in there. Can you go get, open up the garage door? Okay. We're gonna get through this as a uh, fiance or, or more, and it's just a house. It's our house, but we'll have another one. So, what do you think? So, he went into the house to get the ring. <laughs> wow. That's he went into a burnt down wow. house to get the ring. This guy is brilliant. Is brilliant because any fight they ever have. Any fight they ever have, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, but you remember that time I went into the burned down house and got your ring?" <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean by the trump card with that yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, so would you, honest to God, like, it's not the engagement you wanted. It's not the perfect engagement you wanted. Like my my engagement to my first wife, Alicia. I mean, it was all about deception and lying. What that's, do you mean? That's all it is. You know that, Because right? because you like plan behind her back type of thing. You mean? Yeah, because you're lying. It was a three-week extravaganza of me, actually a one-month extravaganza of me saying, you know what, I uh, I can't find this stupid gift card for this restaurant. It's driving me crazy. No, first I kept forgetting it. That's what I did. Yeah. First I kept forgetting the gift card, and then I couldn't find it. So finally, right, it's the day that I engage, get engaged to her. You know she's going to say yes because me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, duh. Yeah, and also because uh, I've done all the psychological prep work because I ain't wasting my first ever proposal to somebody and ring money and all that jazz yeah. on a whoopsie-poopsie. So we're driving, and we're go- we're going to go out to the dinner. I pick her up at work, right? And we were living together, sinning all night long at the time. <laughs> sinning and, all night long? And we had bought, uh, <laughs> so that's obviously pre-marriage, uh, and we had bought a new home, so she didn't think we would get engaged. And I'm like, you yeah. know what? I'm going home to the old house. I'm going, we're going home real quick, and I have to get this gift card. Yeah. Like, son of a gun. I, it's driving me nuts. And she's like, Pat, it's not me now. We can go another time. Oh, God. I, was, I always kind of want to go to Ruth Chris anyway. <laughs> like, okay. So I'm like, we go home. I'm in the house. What she didn't know is I, my buddy Jake the trainer and I had cleaned out all the furniture. He had come by and lit candles for me. It was all set Aww. up. And I pick up the phone and I call her in the car and I say, can you come in here? I can't find this bleep bleep gift card. It's driving me crazy. And then, God, you're driving me crazy. She walks in, walks up. There was a video playing of all of our photos. There's music playing. I come around the corner. I knee drop. I'm like, what up, ho? You want to do this? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> or I said something maybe a little bit more, okay. yeah, a little bit more respectful. I love you. Yeah, you're the woman yeah. of my dreams. Oh, I wussed out. There's a video of it somewhere, but I've hidden it, and I, and I can't even unlock the computer. It's on. Thank God. <laughs> it's my special computer. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, we then I say, you know what? This is about us because it's all about lying, right? So I lied to her for over a month there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this guy burned down his own house. That'd be kind of a cool story. I wouldn't. Uh, think I lied that's for a cool. month there, and then on top of it, right? The, this is the engagement story for my wife, Felicia. I say, you know what? I rented us a limo. We're gonna drink some champagne, drive by our new house, and I'm I'd like to take you out to dinner at PF Chang's. <laughs> and she's like, uh, okay. I'm like, we're going to go to dinner there. You're, we're going to go to dinner. And, and PF Chang, she's like, okay, I guess Very so, yummy. whatever. Like she's like, well, I'm going to call my brother. I want to call my mom. Because at the time, her brother was her best friend. And her mom, you know, she and mom are close and all that jazz. Like, they are still now. And uh, I'm like, you know what? This is just about us. Can you not call them tonight? Can you just call them tomorrow? Can it just be about us? It's always about everybody else. Yeah. You know, and she's like, oh, my God. And she was going crazy. Walk into lie number seven that I did to her. Walk into P.F. Chang's, go, hey, they're like, hey, Fish, we set up a cute, congratulations on engagement, set up a cute spot for you in the back room. Boom, walk in there. 60 or no, 20 of her closest friends and family were all there waiting That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, and she cried like a little baby. It's the only time she cried. It's only at least not, she not on the wedding much. day either. No, no, I, I, I don't think she cried. She cried the day after the wedding day. She did, <laughs> She's honest like, to God. What did I do? I That's was what she caught said. Caught up in the engagement, right? <laughs> and she owned a salon and spa. And do you remember what I said to her, Steve, the day after we got married, when I started laughing as she was freaking out? Yeah, you're like, I own a salon and spa. <laughs> 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 it was awesome. Gets oh all God. about that manipulation. <laughs> I love it. She didn't get a prenup. She was a big dummy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's a big dummy. <laughs> All right, Steve, let's talk about daddy tips today. Oh, man. What is going on with daddy tips today, brother? Daddy tips has a theme today, and it's all about spending time with your children. I'm sorry, it's all about spending what? Time. Time with your babies. With your children. And your babies, Don't you spend enough time with them? Wow. He spends all the time (laughs) with them. That's what I'm saying. They get all the time. Well, you don't get all, you know, it's not all quality time. This is how to have more quality time with a limited amount of time that you have. Oh, I like that. All right, let's find out what's going on today with Daddy Tips. I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. I got tips, and hopefully they're not baddie. Hi, I'm Steve, and I'm a double daddy. And I've learned a lot of things over the past few years, and I want to pass along some of that knowledge to you. This week's first daddy tip is to take advantage of spending extra time with your toddler when they are sick. Charlotte isn't a huge cuddler, but when she is sick, she is all about it. I want cuddle. So when she caught a cold over the weekend, and my wife and I were jumping at the chance to get extra cuddle time with our little girl. It sucked that she was sick, but caring for her and getting that extra time with her when she was calm and cuddly was really nice for us. I want cuddle. I'm Steve, and I'm a daddy. The next daddy tip is to make chores into a game so your little one will want to do them with you. I don't want to do chores. Let's face it, there's only so much time in the day, so sometimes you aren't able to get all your chores done and spend quality fun time playing with your kiddos. I will play games. So, when you have things to do, like watering the plants, doing the dishes, or cleaning up toys, make it into a game to entice your little one to play along and help. Oh, chores day. Charlotte doesn't like doing chores, but if you call it a game, she jumps right in and starts to help. Clean up, clean up. I'm Steve, and I'm a... And the final daddy tip is for parents who have been wondering at what age to start playing board games with your kids. I will play games. 
Charlotte is going to be turning four in December, and I have been waiting to finally be able to play board games with her. Well, that waiting has finally ended because we played our first board game together and it was amazing. Oh my god. We got to play Pretty Pretty Princess. And Pretty Pretty Princess. And even though I looked fabulous in my jewelry, she actually beat me in her first ever complete board game. So parents, I have the answer. The correct age to try to play board games with your kids is three years and nine months. I'm Steve and I'm a daddy. And now it's time for an awesome dad joke. What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bicycle? Oh. A tire. Because <laughs> it means clothes and also that's Steve and he's a nude. Oh. Hopefully these tips weren't really baddie. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye, baby. Bye-bye. All right, I have a question real quick before we dig into I'm assuming okay. that's the game you bought her for. Yes, that makes birthday. me so happy because I bought her Pretty Pretty Princess. Okay, I have a question for you, okay? Uh-huh. Was your kid... Charlotte, because that audio was amazing. I love baby audio. In fact, was Charlotte on the toilet? <laughs> no, that? she's in the bathroom, though. Too. Yeah, because I, I, I heard this noise. Well, like with my theme of daddy tips, you only have a certain amount of time in the day, so I recorded all of her audio while she was taking her bath, so she was splashing oh, around. That's so okay. funny. Because I really was like, I did you hear that one point where in the, in the uh, clips, the audio clips, it literally is. Yeah. yeah, I heard the splash. Yeah, so. I think she was dropping a toy in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's what they call that's it. That's what Christine calls it. A toy said. in the tub. Yeah, Chris- yeah, I need to go drop a toy in the tub. That's what she says to me. Christine was gone for 20 minutes before the show yesterday, <laughs> dropping toys in the tub. It was uh... terrible. Al King, Miranda Lambert, drunk and I don't want to go home. If either one of them, if I was single and either one of them was hanging out with me and they were drunk and they didn't want to go home, I'd be like, what's up? Like that stopped you before. What if they, what, what, <laughs> you mean when I wasn't single? Dude, uh, you're the one that made me feel your pants earlier, Christine and Steve. Yeah, that was And me. they're short shorts too. They're not short shorts, they're biker shorts. Yeah, they're short biker shorts. <laughs> Biker shorts are not uh, short, though. Like, rub my pants. They are so comfy. They're the so- softest thing I think I own. It is true that you said that, correct? I it know is that we very it. true. It literally was like this. Do you want to feel my pants? Yeah. Actually, it was more of a demand. Feel my pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank yes. you for that, Christy. Did you get that, Steve? Yep. All right. Texto, message via Apple, free download on Apple Store, Christina. This one did come via Apple. I need the help of the click of six. I started a new job almost two months now, and I don't like it. I work in the education field, but I am not a teacher. I had a friend reach out to me thinking it would be a good fit. I don't know if it's the work itself or the atmosphere, but I like having a bit more freedom and less managerial hovering. I was seeking a new job for an increase in pay only. I like what I used to do, but I cannot divulge that because it would not keep me anonymous. How long should I give it before I look for something else? I've done this before. I've made this mistake before. Uh, it was promised the Earth, the Sun, the Moon, and Pluto uh, to go in a, at a gig in Minneapolis. And they said this, 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 and I got there and I could tell it wasn't gonna play out that way. I didn't say anything to Alicia. I man, I was manning up, air quotes. And, yeah. Uh, you get out of that job right now. You're you're making a you're making a mistake. Whether you stay, whether you stay or go is, is up to you. It's not up to them. If it's possible for you to get out of that job, I would get out of it immediately. I think it's very possible because I mean, right now, 
there are so many places that need work. Yeah. yeah. Workers. Yeah. So if you're like really I would say two months is a little soon, but because there are so many places that are hiring and if you really are that unhappy, you gotta make the change. Otherwise you don't wanna wake up every day and dread going to work. No, that would be miserable. It would def- be absolutely miserable. Steve, what do you think? Well, I mean, I kind of did that with this uh, this company for a little bit because I, I was in charge of the websites for yeah, a little bit. And that wasn't your gig. Webby <laughs> Wendy, that's more her gig. Yeah, I wasn't huge into it. And so, like, I, I mean, it was a pay increase and stuff, but I just wasn't feeling it. So then I ended up looking for something else. And that's when you started slipping pizzas. Yep. <laughs> and before I got back here, or flipping pizzas, I guess flipping pizzas sounds yeah, like sounds it's a, <laughs> like a bad thing to a drink. Yeah. So I know that we posted this on the app as a rando text though from a sister with a brain. Yes. Who's got a job in the educational arena, but she's not a teacher. She's not a teacher. No. Okay. Uh, she doesn't want to get. I, I'm not going to say what. Like I know yeah. what she is, but I'm not going to say it just in case. Oh, but yeah, I know something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Christine, the click of six can weigh in all the ways, but so far in social media, are people saying get out or suck it up? The majority of people are saying it's kind of going both ways, but the majority are saying your mental health is more important. Do what makes you happy. Basically, one life to live, live like working what you want. But then there's a chunk of people who are saying give us six months. Before you really decide, okay, I don't like this job. Hamburger. That's a good point as well. Man, I don't know, click a six. What do you think? Weigh in all the ways for this rando texto. Rando time-o. O-M-G. Rando Texto, Message via Apple, free download on Apple Store. I need the help of the click of six. I started a new job almost two months now, and I don't like it. I work in the education field, but I'm not a teacher. I had a friend reach out to me thinking it would be a good fit. I don't know if it's the work itself or the atmosphere, but I like having a bit more freedom and less managerial hovering. I was seeking a new job for an increase in pay only. I like what I used to do, but I cannot divulge that because it would not keep me anonymous. How long should I give it before I look for something else? How long has she been doing it again? Two months. Now, if you need good advice on work and uh, how to get things done, no one knows how to get things done more than Jen, right, Jen? <laughs> right. Jen, get it done. <laughs> She's getting it done. What do you think, Jen? Well, first off, Miss Connie, thinking of her every day. Oh, thank you. We miss her, too. And second, <clears throat> I think she should give it a little more time. However, if she went into the job knowing that she wasn't going to like it, what do you think she's, um, then she should probably get out and find something else before Look for that, quali- there. that quality of life. Jen, Jen, are you a parent by chance? I am, yes. Are you trying to maintain a child while we talk? I am. <laughs> I can tell. Not because your voice sounds familiar and the baby might be mine, but uh, just because I can tell that you're, uh, what were you like, mommy's on the phone, that type of thing? Uh, kind of, yeah. She's nine months old, and I'm at the daycare now, so it's like, oh, okay. Uh, okay, so look, I heard nine months old, though. You're probably getting sick a lot, too. Do you have a job right now other than being an awesome mom, which is a huge job? I do have a job, a full-time job. I've been at it for nine years, and that's why I'm saying stick with it a little longer, unless she went into it knowing that she didn't like it. Yeah, there you go. Like, she had to do it for money or whatever, right? Yep. 
Okay. Otherwise, she's going to be there nine years, possibly fighting anxiety and or depression. Oh, wow. Okay, that was some here heavy stuff. Yeah. And it is a, yeah. it is a, that's a really good call. And thank you very much for your call, Jen. Christine, we're talking about the rando texto. Again, just reset it up for me just a little bit here. It was a short one anyway. Uh, a woman started a new job two months ago. It's in the education field. She's not a teacher, though. She does not like it. She said she prefers something with more freedom, less managerial hovering. And she doesn't know if it's the work itself or the actual atmosphere of the job. She wants to know how long she should stay before she looked for something else. Or just look now. A lot of people have been saying, now's the time to look. I think the atmosphere of a job is very important. Agreed. I know that uh, Connie and I stayed at a job for many, many years. And we could have went to, uh, I was just referencing Connie because Jen had referenced Connie. Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away in uh, on January 4th of cancer. But uh, Connie and I stayed at a job for many, many, many years because we loved the work atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And we had offers in much larger radio markets, much like, you know, actors want to get to Hollywood or yeah. whatever. Or stage actors want to get to New York or whatever it is. We had very large offers, but we were so happy at that job that we stayed longer than we frankly should have. Yeah. However, quality of life, I think, is the most important. I definitely agree. But is this member of the Click of Six a little flaky? Like two months and you're like, "Mm," or did you just make a mistake? I don't know. It could uh, be flaky. I know you hate that word, Christine. You just made that face. <laughs> and she was I, don't doing know. That laugh. I don't know if she's flaky, but... I mean, we don't know her, know her, but no, are we, you? we don't. But someone said, I recently had to find a new job due to COVID. I immediately found out what seemed to be a promising opportunity. Uh, what seemed to be a promising opportunity, I, after I started, I noticed huge red flags. The people I was working for were husband and wife. They were going through a messy divorce. They Ooh. didn't tell me that situation. I found a new job within a month, so my resume didn't look like it had any gaps. And now I've been where I am for a long time, and I'm happier than ever. There you go. Now, I'm sure there are situations that are worse when you regret it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? In that, that same situation. Again, Steve, your point is suck it up or what? Uh, my, I, I'm, I'm similar to the caller with Jen. I mean, for the most part, I would probably look for something else, but I would stick around for a little bit just to feel it out and see how you feel about the whole thing. And Christine, you're saying get out of there and uh, move across country and restart your life. I mean, you can do that as well, but if that's not, <laughs> if that's not an option, yeah. uh, normally I would say maybe give it a little more time. Two months is still very fresh in a new job. Yeah. And, but if you just feel it like you know when you just feel it and like within you you're just like this is miserable yeah get out now there are so many places looking for workers i mean look at this situation here that we're in and i'm talking about us in in reference to this rando text where the woman's not happy with her job if you look at myself and if you look at steve and last year connie of connie and fish gets cancer and she's no longer on the air for a while and then they move christine in who works with us in the building at the time right they move christine in Christine's doing the show with us. It wasn't necessarily fun for you filling in for Cancer Connie. No. I mean, and, and it wasn't. You and I had to, <laughs> I, you know, I know Sweet Sweet D thinks that he really sat you down and shaped you up, but I disagree a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all joking aside, Doug, uh, I would definitely disagree with that when I would say, uh, I think you and I sat down and had many conversations. I'm like, give it time, give it time. Yeah. And now, look how much fun it is to work with us every day. It is fun. I mean, we have our days where... Nope. That's... <laughs> you... <laughs> I literally had this ready. <laughs> and then she said, it is fun. <laughs> but we have our days. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Stick it out. No. 
Look at it. It's this a year girl later. needs to move her job. Christine is completely miserable, like yeah, we just found out. Apparently so. I thought that we talked about that and we had fixed Christine, Steve. Oh, did I, I Doug break not. Christine again? I think she did. He did. Yeah, or she. What do you mean? I'm right here. No, no. We're talking about Doug breaking you. Yeah. I thought we fixed her. Okay. Anyway, good luck with your job hunt. It doesn't hurt. Keep us hurt. posted. Yeah, definitely keep us posted. It doesn't hurt to feel around. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right, whether you're for or against vaccinations, blah, 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 blah. This is just a story that I'm sharing, so don't uh, get all worked up, please. Okay, I was talking to my buddy the other day, and I can't say who, uh, but she, uh, we were catching up just yesterday, and she was telling me that at her job, people are like yelling at people that aren't wearing masks in the building and stuff. Like, it's just, it's, people are very aggressive. So this funeral company that's pro-vaccine yes. decided to use a billboard. His name is David Oakley, the owner. A billboard to get people to get vaccinated. The billboard was actually urging people to not get vaccinated. So the funeral home... Can make money? Bingo. So the idea came about when we thought about who would really benefit from people not getting the shot. And you kind of go back to the simple fact that people are dying that aren't vaccinated. So who benefits from people dying? A funeral home. But when I really think about it, if this advertisement gets one person vaccinated, it was worth it. Yeah, so he he's like, whoa, 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 because he did it and people like went right after him. Well, he made it super real. Yeah, that's like, and that, of course, is his opinion. Does not the repl- reflect the opinion neither here nor there of the station, blah, 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 blah. Everyone has a right to their opinion, just like everybody has a, uh, I don't know. I actually, I, was, I almost just said the thing that everybody has. You know that old saying, Steve? Please don't even allude to it. No, I actually don't. Oh, okay. You're a jerk then, because I know Aww. you do. Okay, so here's what I was wondering, though, about creative advertising like that. Do you prefer sarcastic advertising or do you prefer, like, uh, what was that girl's name? Uh, Sarah McLaughlin, Eyes of the Angel thing, you know? No, no. I, don't, I can't Because well, you're those. a Hallmark movie person, so I, I figured know. you'd like those. No, I, I do the like. the arms of an angel, <laughs> 3,000 dogs a year. Die. No, you don't like no, that? No, no. I actually like uh, advertising with humor, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I had this idea. When Alicia, did I ever tell you guys the idea of Alicia's salon and spa? Ad? I think I, I think yeah. I remember this okay. one. So when she opened up her high-end salon and spa, I said, I want to cut your commercials. And she said, I figured you would, but thank you for offering. I'm assuming you won't charge me. I'm like, okay, A, quit trying to save money. <laughs> uh, but B, no, I'll do it for you. And I'm like, I have an idea. I am way better at marketing and advertising than you because this is what I do for a living. Yes. Much like you are way better at cutting hair and managing people than I am. Whatever, right? I had to make feel good, throw the management thing in there. Anyway, I said, so here's the idea for the spot. And I I swear, the salon used to be called Texture Salon Spot. True story. I can't believe she didn't run with this. But here it goes. Hello, my friends. (laughs) My name is Francois from Texture Salon and Spa. We cannot help your face. You are ugly, and there is nothing we can do about it. But your hair we can fix. So please bring your extremely ugly face to our salon and spa and let us fix part of your head. <laughs> because most of it is not repairable at all. Dexter Salon and Spa. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She wouldn't do I it. I think it's hilarious. She wouldn't do it. She wouldn't do it. Say, they're going to think we're a joke. It's not, but we want high-end clients, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Whatever. <laughs> High-end clients can be ugly, too. Yeah, right? 
Rich people like can they're, be. They're spending a lot of money on their hair. Duh. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they spend a lot of money on their house. I have a house story for you guys right now about a new homeowner. This is so great. New homeowner in the United Kingdom, uh, Christine, which is sometimes called the... UK. Bingo. And what else is in the UK? Ireland. Yes. <laughs> you nailed it. It's from like a couple weeks ago. She didn't. She wasn't sure. She spaced or whatever. Okay. Anyway, a uh, new homeowner in the UK gets into his house and uh, discovered an old rag doll behind a wall. No thanks. Moving out now. Okay. Like literally gets in the house behind the wall, finds an old rag doll. But there's more. Uh-oh. That voice. What? That voice. Oh, like I it. hate that voice. Kristen, you want to hear more? No. The doll was a clown. No. No, it wasn't a clown. It wasn't a clown. She's afraid of clowns. So this UK homeowner discovers an old rag doll behind the wall. It gets worse when it had a note. The note introduced the doll as Emily. Nope. And said that Emily wasn't happy with her original owners. So she killed them. So she killed them. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And uh, the note ends with, I hope you have knives. Sleep well. (laughs) Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) I'm like, if I ever remodeled something in my home or whatever, built a wall again or did stuff like, or in my garage, I redid my garage once, like, you know, whatever drywall why not i would totally do something like that no it is brilliant i would move out immediately okay would you move out immediately if it looked like this because there's the doll you see the doll that's creepy describe that it just it looks like an old rag voodoo doll almost yeah and there's like it's like a a pillow almost uh i don't know it's just weird you have to make that bigger too yeah i can't make it bigger just adjust (laughs) <laughs> How often do you say that? Just you adjust. Say that. <laughs> I can't oh, make it bigger. Let's pick up fish because he's a loser. <laughs> Shut up. I know that you love game shows, Christine. Yes. And I want to play one with you. Yay. But this isn't going to be one of our big game shows with the giant list, Steve. This is just going to be a no, okay. guess thing. It's about tipping. Oh. Okay. Who do you think... Tips more as far Me. as nope, not yet. As far as generational thing like baby boomers, Gen X. Now, who are baby boomers? Steve, like, what is the baby boomer roughly? It's 19. Uh, I mean, it was uh, right around World War II. I want to say that yeah. it was like 44 like like through or 45 through like 60. Actually, it's kind of fascinating sidebar that you you can actually set the generational like sales clock to baby boomers toys become huge when they're younger they start this is true they start to drive people mustangs and cars go bigger now travel and retirement homes are huge yeah because they're retiring yeah it's it's fascinating to me but anyway who do you think tips more baby boomers gen x or millennials now we're talking about tipping come on throw in a buck Uh -uh, i don't tip you don't tip no i don't believe in it yeah, so who do you think does it more? Steve, who do you think tips more? Baby I'm boomers? I'm going to have to say Gen, Gen Xers X- is my guess. Gen Xers would be the middle between baby boomers yeah. and millennials. You think it's Gen Xers? Why? I think it's Gen Xers partly because 
I think boomers aren't that great at tippers. That's just my thought on it. I don't know if it's true or not, but I also think that Gen Xers are at the age now where they're more financially secure than millennials. Because those are the two I was going back and forth with. All right, now uh, millennials though, you didn't uh, you say you're not going to say millennials then? No, because I think millennials right now aren't as financially secure as Gen Xers, but they're very similar in how they tip. Interesting, probably. and but you're a really good tipper in general, and you're a millennial. Yes, I am. I also worked in the restaurant industry, so that's why. Oh, hey, look at me. I'm Steve. <laughs> yeah, I'm fancy. I can do more than one thing. Christine, who do you think tips more, baby boomers, Gen X, or millennials? It's kind of funny because everything Steve said is exactly the thought process in my brain. I think really? millennials are kinder, but we also struggle more with money, whoa, so I'm whoa. going with Gen X. You think they're kinder? I do. You think millennials in general are kinder people? Yeah. Yeah. Baby I do. Boomers and Gen X? Yeah, I do. Really? Uh-huh. But Why? but again, I had the same exact exact thought process as Steve. Gen Xers though are more financially stable than eh. us millennials, so I think they tip better. The answer is baby boomers. We'll move off of it. Really? The answer is really? baby boomers tip better. Wow. Yeah. They cough up a variety they just do a better stuff. pay out more money. They're more gen- the most generous tippers. Baby boomers, Gen X or millennials. Why are millennials kinder people? I just think that we're more You bully more aware. via the internet, but keep going. But how do you know that's not Gen Xers or baby boomers that uh, are bullying on the internet? The internet popped more and became more bully. I've seen more bullying with that. And I'm not and I'm not listen, straight up. I don't think I'm a Gen Xer. I know I'm not a baby boomer. I don't think I'm a millennial. I don't see millennials don't work hard, air quotes and all that stuff. I know that Christine at least works hard. Steve tries. I do. I mean, kind of, I guess. Yeah, right? Steve, you are not an intern. It's okay. I I think she said that just because she didn't think you'd hear her. (laughs) Steve's having headphone problems, so don't worry about it, buddy. Hi, I'm Steve the intern. Okay, Okay. Okay, so, but Steve, do you think that millennials are kinder people? I I would say so, yeah, too. And and the thing about the cyberbullying or whatever, I think that's more... The generation below millennials. What is I that, Gen Z? It is Gen Z. Gen Z, which sounds like Gen a, Z, a sure. yeah, that sounds like whenever somebody says Gen Z to me, I hear that and I'm like, it doesn't sound like a generation. It sounds like a, like you're going to a, like an adult club. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're like, uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage right now, Gen Z. You know, <laughs> sounds like. Gen Z is friends oh with. Oh my god! You know, oh yeah, Dana Double D or is, something. Is, is Gen Z the last to come to the stage? She's the main <laughs> yeah. entertainment. Nope, she's she's on stage at 2:45 a.m. <laughs> when the place is empty. All right. I wish we had more time yeah, to talk I, about that because I they, threw you off with that. Didn't you did, I? Because, but it's just fascinating because I'm I'm like well, and I but I do see some of your points. I think about uh, the people that we work with that are Gen X compared to the millennials that work in our building as mm-hmm. well. I like to remove the three of us from this right. conversation. And I do see your point to some degree. <laughs> so today is a is an interesting day uh, involving uh, Connie of Connie and Fish. Connie of Connie and Fish, diagnosed with cancer last year, passed away on January 4th of said cancer as it just shot through her body. So why today is an interesting day? And again, I'm you know who I'm talking about again. I'm talking about Connie of Connie and Fish. Dan ran to the grocery store yesterday morning and got a bunch of crock pootie 
A crock pudding. Got a bunch of crock pudding? Yeah. yeah, he's getting it today. Oh, man. I know what they're doing today. That's... You know what Connie's doing. You know what Connie's doing. Yeah, you know Connie of Connie uh-huh. and Fish. Again, uh, there's a significance to today, Wednesday, September 22nd. Not the Wednesday part, but more the September 22nd. Connie of Connie and Fish. Everybody wants a chili dog. Yeah, get some cheese on there. Mustard, onion. Gonna fry your meat up and put it in the bun. Rub some chili on, let's have some fun with my chili dog. Chili dog. Chili, chili dog. Chili dog. Put it in your mouth, take a bite. Blowing out the bracket by the end of the night. Chili dog. God, I'm epically funny. Uh, uh, she was epically incredible, and she was my friend for over 20 years. So today, sorry, on September 22nd of last year, Connie was diagnosed with cancer. Sorry. I was just thinking about myself naked and I started crying. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Connie was diagnosed with cancer. I was like, we've done a lot of these Connie shows. Connie's birthday, Connie's anniversary, Connie passed away, clips for months. and, And frankly, it's really taxing. It is. Uh, on myself, on Christine, on Steve, because he puts the production together. And it, it, it's it's just a lot. So we, I wanted to do at least one thing today. I was talking to Dan, Connie, uh, Connie's husband, Dan. I've said Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away on, in January of cancer so many times. It's like breaking wind for me. It just kind of happens naturally. Right. I almost mm-hmm. just said it again. Uh, anyway, Dan and I were talking uh, the other night because our birthdays are this week. Mine is Saturday. We called it the worst birthday week ever. When at 4 a.m. last year on September 22nd, Connie and Dan would call me from the hospital, and Connie would tell me she has cancer. So anyway, uh, wanted to do one thing, you know? Why not? What the hell? So uh, I do have a rewind that we're going to play, and we actually let Christine pick it, because Steve, actually, at first we were going to let Christine pick it, but it ended up being crock booty, right? And, but Steve kept saying he wanted to play this one, and this is your favorite one, and I don't know why. Why is this your favorite? I This is just quintessential Connie, and it's a nice window into Connie and Dan's relationship and how good it was and how much fun they had. And and it, the way she tells this story, too, is just fantastic to me. All right. Yeah, she was an incredible talent, ridiculously gifted. She was my mentor. She was my uh, travel companion for mostly over 20 years, well, for over 20 years, well over 20 years. And uh, we did a lot together as far as uh, intimately. No, I mean, uh, as far as our no, as far as our career and everything. And uh, she is definitely missed. So here is probably one of your final, unless you go into our old podcast or whatever, one of your final Connie and Fish rewinds. Dan and I don't sleep together during the week. Sunday through Thursday, we do not sleep together because oh we just have different schedules. Oh, my so God. I think hard. I know where you're going. Come on. Why are Sorry. you interrupting me? I'm getting excited. So Friday nights, we get to sleep together. Yay! Yay! So Saturday morning, um, after I had gotten at least eight hours of sleep Friday night, I was feeling amazing. Very nice. Very, like, excited, not normal, like, dragon Connie, uh-huh. right? I was happy. I was in a really good mood. And Dan... <laughs> Dan was like, no, he was awake. He was not snoring. Oh, he wasn't snoring. Okay, okay. He was awake, and we're laying there in bed, and we're just talking about whatever, but I was feeling very playful. And so I didn't even change my position. We're just laying in bed, like, let's say we're laying on our backs, right? Okay. Next mm-hmm. to each other. And I take my right 
foot. She's very flexible. And I fling it up and stick my toe on in his mouth. <laughs> what is this, is this one swift motion? I, I guarantee yes. she's always that sounds had, pretty sweet. She, does, she has pretty cool legs for the flexibility. She really does. She always has. Okay, here's what kills me. I actually thought I got Connie Cam again. Not that my bedroom is really where I want to have it. But <laughs> Connie Cam. If I had a Connie Cam, you should see this face. I actually so thought funny. that you were gonna say he was snoring so loud that you wanted to put your foot in his mouth to shut him up. No. But I did not I think. I can't remember what we were talking about. When did it? So what did he do with your toe in his mouth? I literally. Have you seen that that Kellogg's commercial for the waffles, the frozen waffles? And the the husband is like, oh, "You're so good." He goes up to the bedroom and he she's asleep. And he sticks the waffle in her mouth. No, and he's like, but that's awesome. Janice, you got to try this, or whatever her name is. You got to try this. It's so good. And she's like, ooh. She's like, yeah, it's good. That's what Dan's face looked like. Like, he looked like, ooh, <laughs> I, I like your to toe. Yeah. And so at the end, he was happy. I mean, my toe would like mush his lip around. So he was, <laughs> so he was like, wow, this is going to go somewhere fun. He was not amused. I'm oh. like, um, A, that's funny. B and B, aren't flexible. you a little impressed that I was able to get my toe up there and just one? Shoop. And C, he goes, I was gonna say I was impressed, but I didn't want you to get mad at me. I go, why would I get mad at you? You just you don't think I'm flexible? Yeah, because you just put your foot in his <laughs> mouth. That's awesome. No, I didn't put it all the way in. I just jiggled his lip a little bit. You literally, <laughs> lip. She, yeah. she she gave him the big toe <laughs> flirt. She flirted with her big toe, Steve. (laughs) Steve, what would you do? I am flexible. That's something that has never gone away. I've always been flexible. (laughs) What would you do, Steve, if you were laying... Oh, stop this music. Next to your wife. Oh, here, sorry. I'll put on something better here. Do you not like my music choice? No. It was playful, Fish. It wasn't like that. Okay, so Steve, you're laying next to your wife, right? Yeah. And she kicks a toe up in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what he said. Dude, if I was laying next to your wife and she did that. Get feet or di- get your dirty foot out of my mouth. I don't oh. think you've ever smelled my wife's feet. Oh, are they awful? Uh, I don't even care. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, actually. I would be busting out the giggle man so quick. Oh, yeah, baby. Giggle man up in this house. Oh, How about you bring that giggle toe to my giggle mouth? See, Dan did the same nom, thing nom. Steve's doing, and my feet did not stink. No, I would I would be all, I'd be like, and I'm not a toe guy, but I'd be like, oh, we're going to party, baby. Nom, 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 Come nom, on, nom. Tell me you wouldn't laugh a little bit if, all, like, you're laying there and you're talking. I probably would have urinated at the bed. And all of a sudden, Alicia's leg goes, wink, and her toe goes, blah, 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 to your lip. And it, it did it literally go, blah, blah, blah. well, with Alicia's luck, she'd overcompensate and she'd knock out my teeth. But. <laughs> If you, the honest to God, yeah. I would be, I would, it would he was be, not amused, I would but. laugh and then I would be, you know what you want, baby? Big daddy coming to town. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my, what- that's my big lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was uh, funny and gross at the same yeah, time. Yeah, great that she's, she was ridiculous, <laughs> I said is, right? She was ridiculously gifted. This time on September 22nd of last year, Connie got diagnosed with cancer on this date of last year and then she would pass in january and january 4th it's crazy how fast everything went don't even get yeah. me started it was i nuts. just yeah like first her leg went all the way up to her his mouth <laughs> you mean with the toe <laughs> i know oh, but we can talk the about cancer? the toe i thought she meant with the toe i know i mean how quickly it got yeah. up there and then jiggled his yeah. lip. Yeah. She, had, she was ridiculously flexible she'd always do this handstand splits every time she got in the pool okay so one of the reasons i wanted to even mention this today 
uh, is it, one of the things that Connie wanted to send as a message to you, click of six. When I was like, what do you want me to tell him? You know, when we knew that she was going to die. Uh, so what do you want me to tell him? And she's like, well, don't tell him this. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him the password to my special computer. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but no, she said, uh, just tell him that, like, if you feel unhealthy or if you feel like something's wrong or you're not happy with a situation in your life, a, a fix it. More importantly, go to a doctor. Yeah. Don't go to the Internet, which was probably might have helped Connie a little bit had she gone a little bit earlier, in my opinion. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? But uh, definitely do that. And if you're not happy in your situation, maybe you adjust it. Maybe it sucks for a while, but you fix it, right? Yeah. So on this her anniversary, I wanted to send that message to you. Again, Connie of Connie and Fish, and I'll do this one, one more time because somebody was like, oh, my God, I missed the chili dog. I only caught the end. Everybody wants a chili dog. Yeah, get some cheese on there. Mustard and onion. Yeah. Gonna fry your meat up and put it in the bun. Rub some chili on, let's have some fun with my chili dog. Chili dog. Chili, chili dog. dog. Chili dog. Put it in your mouth, take a bite. Blowing out the bracket by the end of the night. Chili dog. All right, guys, rest in peace again, Connie. We love you. Today's text question of the day. Uh, today's a fun one of uh, kind of like daydreaming, fantasizing, if you will, about your future and what you wish you could have, but maybe you're too cheap to buy, or maybe, like maybe like Christine, your answer a Dyson Supersonic hair dryer. You're just a little bit too cheap to buy it, but you're daydreaming about it. Yes. Because it's it is three hundred dollars is a lot of money, but still, compared to Steve's. $20 million smart PC, <laughs> yeah, super PC. Right. Super PC. <laughs> yeah, and my smart home, yours is just a bloop. Exactly. Drop in the bucket for the text question of the day. What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Yeah, you can message in via the app. You can text. We'll throw it up on the website later. But your answers are fun, and they make me want to buy stuff. It, it, like uh, somebody said, one of those Jeep gladiators. I don't know uh, what I'd haul in that little bed, but I really like it. <laughs> Somebody else said a coach purse Pretty rings is another one uh, Just about everything on Amazon right now Somebody said A catamaran And land And the ginormous fifth wheels and campers that could go with it Oh, that would be nice That's a really good answer for the text question of the day What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? 2020 Ford Bronco Raptor Ooh, didn't they just announce that? Those things are amazing, man You know, the new one, like the convertible ones, the Bronco Oh, they're so cool uh, Mattresses and Invisaligns A sleep number bed Somebody else said a pool A brand new home <laughs> That leads us to the top five is for the text question of the day What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Wow, there's so many I'm getting down there okay there we go a 65 pontiac grand prick it's my absolute dream car but i'd have to boot my wife's car from the garage and then he sent a link why are you looking at me funny oh i'm not looking at you funny oh okay i thought you took one of your gummies again i'm like come on man you said you'd wait <laughs> uh somebody else said a house on the beach cloth diapers i have way too many as it is but looking at patterns is addicting is that a, the thing steve i know you have a baby I mean, some people do cloth diapers. That's a lot of a lot of work. I mean, it helps with the environment and whatnot, but you got to wash them every time. That gets stinky. But clearly, she's addicted to looking at them online. Yeah. <laughs> Just the patterns. Would you buy used <laughs> cloth diapers? I mean, they're going to be cleaned. Uh, so, <laughs> Brittany's grandma oh, no. bought cloth diapers from a thrift store oh. and gave them to us. And we just went and redonated them back to a thrift store. Yeah. Uh, it's too weird for you. There's some stuff you just, you don't, 
He's like underpants, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as much as Christine has tried to sell them online, no one's buying. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, that right. your Facebook Marketplace complaint the other day? <laughs> it was. No one's buying my used undies. Yeah. Expensive Facebook crap at place. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. What's wrong with your undies? Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Number four. What do you What do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? So I hate nasty. you guys. <laughs> uh, somebody said, unrealistically, I would buy a big pole barn house, design it the way I want. Realistically, there's a bottle of perfume called... Juliet has a gun. It's 150 bucks. As a single mom, I can't fathom spending that on a bottle of perfume, but I sure wish I could. That's a great one. Number three, a Blackstone griddle. I want one so bad, I just can't justify spending that much right now. Or a Kate Spade purse. Those are nice. <laughs> Those are nice. Number two. It, what do you keep looking at online that you know you can't afford or won't buy? Number two, I'll share with you quickly because I got to talk about number one. I always look at videos and photos of Italy and Greece and dream of traveling extensively there. The food, the wine, the culture, that'd be amazing. But number one, Christine, is a nugget ice machine. Yes, those are the best, hospital ice. What? Do you know when you go to the hospital, you know what I'm talking about, Steve? Hospital ice? Oh yeah, and it's funny because when uh, Brittany was in uh, giving birth to both of our children, uh, both times the nurse came up and was basically saying how popular the hospital ice is because it's the little tiny crumble yeah, ones. Yeah, they're the round balls. and uh, So it's an ice machine that makes little round balls of ice. Yes, they're the best, and they're so nice huh. to crunch on. Yeah, perfect for chewing. Nugget ice machine. I All don't right. know how much one is. I didn't look it up, but I loved her answer. Well, okay, that there it is with a fridge. Uh, it looks like 500 bucks. Opal Collar Nugget Ice Machine on Amazon. Yeah, see, that's the type of ice it makes. So it makes little ice cubes. They're so good. That I mean, that um, one's a little more chunky than round. Chunky cubes? That was actually my nickname. And <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> add that to I, list. I can't tell how much it is. It doesn't say how much it is, but it looks like you'd spend a couple hundred bucks. Wow. All right, Chunky Cubes. Thanks for your answers for today's text question of the day. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. 